Welcome to the Northern Local School District Positivity Project podcast, where we focus on the 24 character strengths inside each of us and teaching the other people matter mindset to help make our communities a better place to live. Hello and welcome back. I'm Clint Rhodes and I'm your host for today's Northern Local Positivity Project podcast. Today I'll be talking with Mrs. Kim Thomas. Kim is the librarian for Thornville Elementary School. Together we will be discussing some of the work that our staff and students have done in regards to the Other People Matter movement. We will also dig into the first character strength of this school year, which is curiosity. We are thankful to have you joining us today. We hope that you come away with a better understanding of what the Positivity Project looks like in our classrooms. And furthermore, we hope that all of us can gain a better perspective on what the character strength of curiosity is really all about and the important role that it plays in our day-to-day lives. Welcome back, and once again, we are being joined by Librarian Kim Thomas here at Thornville Elementary. Thanks for having me, Clint. As we get started this week, I'd just like to kind of start us off by talking about how the Positivity Project came to Thornville and a little bit about that. Um, First of all, Mr. Ed Wolfel in Somerset Elementary piloted the Positivity Project last year, and in my discussions with him and just kind of seeing how things went with him, uh, I got really excited about it, as well as... um, Our music teacher, Carrie Vansickle, and our gym teacher, Mr. Scott Johns, both uh, had a little work with it because we share them with Somerset. So as they kind of talked to me about the benefits that they'd seen with the Positivity Project and just talking to kids about character strengths and getting kids excited about recognizing how they can have things like curiosity, which we'll talk about today, and other character strengths that they can recognize in themselves and other people, and just how that can build relationships and make our community in general stronger. So as I kind of thought about that for myself, my first question for Kim today is really, what are the aspects of the Positivity Project and the Other People Matter movement that you find most exciting? Well, I'm most excited to see how the kids are really looking in themselves for their character traits or in their friends or their peers or their teachers just to see how they're really exhibiting those character traits on a daily basis. Yeah, it's interesting to see. Like a lot of times we have kind of kids that feel bad about there. They don't have that strong sense of who they are and understanding some of the good character traits they have about themselves and recognizing those. And as we talk about those moving forward, it's something they can see obviously in themselves and then build relationships with others because they can see how their friends or their teachers, like you said, have those same strengths and, and things that can help them you know, just become closer to other people and recognize that side of things in each other. Um, as I think about our human nature, I guess some of the things that kind of come to my mind is we tend to kind of focus on the negative side of things or we become more critical. Um, a lot of times we talk about, you know, what's what's bad in our day or things like that. And really when it comes down to the Positivity Project and what it's all founded on with the Other People Matter mindset, it's changing that thought process and really building up to help understand you know, what is good and focusing on those good character traits, focusing on what's going right and getting that positive attitude. So, so Kim, what do you think um, it's going to take? Like, how do we change kids' mindset? First of all, is it possible to change a kid's mindset and outlook on something? Is that something we can teach? I absolutely think that you can change how kids see things and teach them 
um, different ways to behave. They're little sponges. They absorb everything they see on a daily basis, not only at home, but at school with their teachers, with their classmates. So every little positive thing that we can do here in our classrooms will carry on to what how they act at home. If we're teaching them to be positive here at school, they can go home and say, this is what I learned today. This is something good that we can all do. And they don't have to talk about just bad things that happen. They can say, well, this is what went well in my day. Yeah, so really it's that part of, again, just focusing on the good stuff. And then really as we move forward, you know, our goal with this podcast and some other things that will be happening is helping uh, community, families, parents to recognize those character strengths as well. So really even some things we've talked about um, with the Somerset staff that they saw last year um, were kids coming home and having those conversations with their parents um, that they didn't have before. And even things like, um, you know, some of the character traits we've talked about, I know, or that are coming up, um, we have, you know, just respect and thankfulness, those type of things that aren't maybe necessarily character traits that we'll discuss, but they're things that build off of this and families can share those things at home and really start to change that mindset as we've talked about, start to change that attitude of, uh, you know, I get home and what happened? Well, it was a bad day. (laughs) Now they can start talking about, wow, I saw, you know, let's just stick with curiosity. We saw some really great things. We asked some great questions. They learned what it looks like to have those strong character traits and how that can feed over, not just from the kids in elementary schools, but as they go home with their families and hopefully uh, even spread wider with our communities. Um, So this past week, We talked specifically about the Other People Matter um, line, the tagline, the hashtag that kind of goes along with it. And building off of that, um, as we come into this week, our first character trait is curiosity. And um, what I want to talk to you about is what are some activities or things that may be happening in our library here at school or in the computer lab as you work with the kids that tie into either last week's lessons or this week? Well, this week especially um, is just curiosity is something that is always happening on a, on a daily basis for everybody. So we've been, just since the beginning of school, just exploring different um, areas of their teacher's websites or our card catalog, different um, aspects of what books can tell you. The importance um, of curiosity is asking why and not just saying, okay, here's the answer, in the library especially, I have the benefit of saying, okay, let's find the answer. I don't have to just give it to them. I can show them ways that they can answer their own questions and further ask more questions by what they learn. Um, In our younger classes, um, I've been reading them different just storybooks about curiosity, especially Curious George. Um, The great thing with Curious George is, yes, he's curious, and yes, it gets him into trouble, But had he followed the directions in the first place, he could have avoided some of that trouble. So we talk about just um, ways that he could have found the answers without getting himself in the little bit of trouble that he generally gets himself in. Um, Our fourth and fifth graders, we've been um, checking out the Book Nook on InfoHio, which is um, a really cool site where kids all over the country have been making book trailers. Um, It's like a movie trailer, so it's like a little sneak of what your book is going to be about. So they'll read the book, and then they'll work with with friends or with their teacher, and they just make a little trailer um, to get you interested in that book. And that piques the kid's curiosity, and then they want to get that book. Um, 
a great thing about being here at Thornville is I have access to not only the over 8,000 books I have in my own library, I have access to all of the books um, at the public library and all of the books they can get. So if there's a book they find and I don't have it, I can get it for them. So their curiosity is something that they can always explore with finding different things that they want to learn about. You talked about using utilizing our public library here in town as well. I noticed uh, just the other day uh, the mailman or the librarian yes. from up there brought down two big old boxes full of books, and I kind of scrolled through them as I was sitting at the front desk and noticed a lot of them were about curiosity. Are all those kind of in your library or some of the teachers um, utilizing right those now, as well? those are in Mrs. Craft's classroom, um, third grade. She asked me to pull a collection of books for curiosity that they could share um, with their third graders in her classroom. So. Um, yeah, that's the great thing about having the access to the public library is my library is only so big. So being able to access books all over the state has been a huge benefit. Yeah, that's really neat. So then basically it's not just stuff that can happen with your library as far as curiosity goes, but you can share those books without, throughout the whole building and every classroom has an opportunity to use those from day to day. Yes, absolutely. You also mentioned Mrs. Kraft there. She's a, one of the teachers that came to us this year from Somerset. So she has a full year under her belt with the Positivity Project and is going to be a good resource for us to help share some ideas, even from things like art projects and things that tied in with the character strengths from each week. And just give us different ideas of things that they've already done that have been successful at Somerset that will help us out as we move forward through our first year here at Thornville. As we kind of started back even last year, um, we talked about what the different character strengths are, and then I asked kind of our whole staff really to take a survey that's online, and, and that can be found you know, through the Positivity Project website. And as teachers and myself and other people take the survey, it basically ranks these character traits from kind of what's your strongest character strength is all the way down to number 24, what's kind of your least, char char your least strong character strength. Um, so as we take that survey and then we kind of collected those results, last year I kind of had all the teachers, uh, you included, uh, give me your top three and then kind of your last one so we can kind of focus on each other and recognize those strengths in one another and how we can build each other up as well. And in those results, it came back, curiosity was your second highest one. So as a librarian, I think that's pretty neat and it kind of makes sense as well. So that being your second strongest character strength, um, how does that kind of direct your work as a librarian or just throughout life in general? Well, I've always been a person that asks why. Even when I was a kid, it was why this, why that. And um, when I was in elementary school, I hated reading. I had trouble with it. I didn't understand what I was reading. And I had um, a wonderful teacher in third grade, Mrs. Robb, who read us A Taste of Blackberries and How to Eat Fried Worms. And those two books piqued my curiosity. And after that, I wanted to read everything I could get my hands on. And I was very fortunate um, to go to Glenford Elementary where I had um, Mrs. Arlene Hill as my librarian. And she was always um, willing to let me just look around the library and kind of see what I wanted. Um, they always say don't judge a book by its cover, but sometimes that's really what hooks you into wanting to learn more about a book is kind of seeing what's on the front of it. Um, she wouldn't tell me everything, though. I would ask her questions, and it wasn't always, okay, well, this is the answer. So she fostered that into me where 
I could find things out for myself. I didn't always have to ask why to other people. Um, So I was able to kind of build on my first question by I would read a book and then it would make me ask another question. So I would go and find another book to answer that question. I love reading nonfiction. I just, my number one character trait is love of learning. So I just, curiosity goes hand in hand with that. Every time you learn something, it's because you were curious about it typically. Um, And every time you ask why, that's the nice thing is you get to learn more and more. And the great thing about this positivity project is our kids are going to be able to come home and teach us. So we're not only getting to be curious about things, but they're also getting to be little teachers themselves by getting to share um, what they've learned throughout the day. And I think that's the biggest thing about this is letting them be teachers as well to share what they've learned. So I think that's great. Absolutely. That's a great idea. Um, in our slides that we go through as, as the teachers go through with their class every single day, um, curiosity, I want to read the kind of definition that the Positivity Project has set up for us. It says, um, you, like your, you like exploration and discovery. You ask lots of questions because you want to learn more about everything and, and anything. And I think that asking why, sometimes we, we picture the little kids who just ask why all the time. And, you know, sometimes we kind of stop asking the why and we kind of get on top of them about that. But really, you know, they, they have that curiosity and it's kind of something that a lot of kids have. And as we get older, we, we, we lose that sometimes, um, maybe because the parents kind of push it down and say, just stop asking why. But if they're, if it's a genuine asking why and wanting to learn more, um, you know, we kind of, we need to feed into that and help the kids to understand that the more questions you ask, the more you're going to learn and the more you can pick up from that. Um, so what are the benefits you see and recognize in those kids who are really strong with the strength of curiosity? I think they're typically the kids that you just, you see more engaged um, in class. So curiosity is, it's a very important character trait, especially in school because when you're curious about something you pay attention more so especially when you're in class and you're learning about stuff yeah if it's something that you're not totally interested in sometimes your mind wanders a little bit but being curious you usually want to know more about everything so I think it really helps them engage better in class of listening so they can find out why I think an important thing when kids ask you why is to respond with well why do you think So then you can kind of open that dialogue of, well, this is the question they asked. You need to find out why they asked it so you can properly help them find their answer to their question. Yeah, I like that. That's probably a good tip for parents as they start coming home and the kids start asking those questions. Why? Why do you think that? So then it drives the question back to them and makes them kind of have to think a little bit more about about this question that they're asking in the first place. And also, I think it really helps with the ones that are just asking why to ask why. Or the ones that are asking why because they really want to know something. So it's a good way to keep them positive without shutting them down uh, and being a negative side of things. Again, that mindset of focusing on the positive, good idea. Uh, Last real question I have for you. In one of the slides that we mentioned earlier with our uh, classroom teachers are sharing, uh, I had a quote here that says, You can't just give someone a creativity injection. You have to create an environment for, for curiosity and a way to encourage people to get the best out of them. 
So what do you think, how does it look like for us, you know, obviously being in an elementary school, we want to create a friendly environment, an inviting environment. So what does it look like to create an environment that fosters curiosity here at our school? Well, I think a great thing about being at the elementary level is the teachers are constantly asking them questions, asking them why, as well as getting asked questions themselves. So I think being able to explore the questions together is really what makes you more curious and wanting to find the answers. And that's the great thing about our building, having um, our computer lab and our Chromebooks that travel and our iPads is they have the ability to find their answers, if not in a book on um, online. Yeah, and I think you go back to that. I go back to your thing you said, if a kid's asking why and you ask, well, why do you think that? Um, that kind of fosters that curiosity as well because it's putting it on them to kind of keep thinking about their thoughts and not just give them the answer and move on. It, it causes them to kind of cr be creative and think a little bit more about the situation and come up with their own thoughts and ideas. As we wrap things up, I'd just like to share a couple quotes that are actually from Albert Einstein that our kids will get to share and look at this week and then discuss as they talk about curiosity. The first one, he said, I have no special talent. I am only passionately curious. So here is a man that we consider to be one of the smartest guys who have ever lived, and he is just saying that he has no special talent. It's just the fact that he continues to ask questions. He has that curiosity that drives everything that he does. The second quote from Einstein that I would like to share is this. The important thing is to not stop questioning. Curiosity has its own reason for existing. So when I think about those two quotes from Einstein, I'm just reminded about the importance that we have as teachers and parents just to encourage our kids, encourage our students to keep asking why, to ask those questions, and to push themselves to discover more and more about anything and everything that they can learn. We really need to feed into that curiosity that drives them that we have as young kids and we end up kind of losing as we grow older. So encourage your kids to continue being curious about everything and all that they can. I appreciate it and thank you for coming on and joining us today. It's been a great conversation about curiosity and I appreciate all the work you do in our library helping foster that strength of curiosity in all the kids that you see every day. All right, thank you for inviting me. Thank you once again for joining us this week. I hope you enjoyed our conversation on what is happening here at Northern Local with the Positivity Project and that you have learned a little bit more about the character strength of curiosity. Please join us next week as Mr. Ed Wolfel hosts our podcast focusing on the character strength of open-mindedness.